Hey, good morning and welcome to Noah's Wind all this week. Mary Allison are sharing life lessons that we picked up from her mom, who was an extremely influential person, obviously in Mary Allison's life, but she became a very influential person in my life. And uh, the, uh, the thing I'm going to say that I learned from her has to do with Mary Allison's and my marriage, but it went so much further than that because it actually began to affect how I looked at pastoring. Before I tell you what that lesson is, let me just tell you that when I was very young, a lot of times pastors would, you know, try to break the ice with an audience by humor. And in those days, and it wasn't just pastors, it was something that comedians did a lot of. In those days, oftentimes uh, speakers, male speakers would try to, you know, break the ice with an audience by telling mother-in-law stories. And I never did that for two reasons. Number one, I didn't like it. And number two, I had the most wonderful mother-in-law in the world. And when you hear what I'm about to tell you, you can understand why I would never tell a joke at her expense. Uh, before we got married, which is a long time ago, and Mary Allison and I were young when we got married. I was almost 21. She was almost 19. So we, we were just kids. We didn't know it. We thought we were full grown at the time. But uh, I remember Mary Alice told me what her mom told her. And uh, it seems that her mom had told her, if you and Mark ever get into an argument, don't bring it to me because I'll take his side. It meant a lot to me. And let me just say something uh, in the essence of full disclosure. You know, I, I'm not talking about if there's a situation where there's abuse going on or if there's uh, infidelity. But Mary Alice's mom knew that that wasn't the situation in our marriage. She just knew that from time to time we would have those normal spats and disagreements and arguments that married couples have. And she said to Mary Alice, look, if you get into a disagreement with Mark, don't, you're not going to find a sympathy sponge with me. I will take his side. Well, I certainly appreciated that in our marriage uh, because it was, it was a great blessing. And, you know, real quickly, I want to point something out. That was not Mary Alice's way of doing things anyway. I mean, both of us are, are pretty, we're pretty private individuals and you know, we had dated for like four or five years before we got married, and it was customary for us if we had an issue, we would talk we would talk to each other about it. So it wasn't like Mary Alice had a predisposition toward this. Mary Alice's mom was just saying, Hey, you're gonna have you're gonna have conflict. Don't bring it to me. I'm not gonna be a sympathy sponge. I'll take his side. So as I say, that was a blessing in our marriage. And uh it uh, made me very close to my mother-in-law, along with other other reasons for being close to her. Let me tell you why that lesson got big to me, not only in our relationship as a married couple, it, got, it, was, it was a great lesson for me as a pastor. Um, it wasn't long when I started pastoring, after I started pastoring, that it was clear that counseling was gonna be a big part of my work. I was gonna talk oftentimes to husbands and wives who were unhappy with their marriage relationship. And typically at first, there would be one member of the marriage who'd wanna come in and tell me about the problems. What I discovered was uh, there were some situations, in fact, I wish it was more often than I would have wished. There were situations where the person who was unhappy in the marriage wanted to come in and rehearse all the problems with me. And I would notice they would rehearse the same problems, the same stories over and over and over. And by the way, men are far worse than this than women. I think I had this happen with a man five times for every one time it happened with a woman. What became clear to me after a while was that oftentimes the person who would do this, they weren't looking for solutions. I know because I tried. I tried to show them solutions that would work, but it was like they would just foul them off and then come back the next week and tell me the same stories over and over and over. It became clear after a while they didn't want help. They were just looking for a fix. They were like a drug addict just looking for another dose 
of sympathy. Now, sympathy is appropriate when it's appropriate. There's a season for sympathy, but then there's a season for actual help. And so, uh, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, I'm only hearing one side of this. And the Bible says it's not wise to <clears throat> form an opinion before you hear both sides of the situation. So after a while, especially at most time I'd be listening to the husband, I would say, well, I'd like to talk to your wife. And so the wife would come in and she would tell me the problems. And here's what I learned. There are usually, in, in any situation where there's a conflict in a marriage, there are three stories. There's the guy's story, the gal's story, and then the third story is when you have them both together in the room at the same time, because that's usually when the truth comes out. And I got to the place in my counseling, I don't counsel anymore, I haven't counseled for a long time, but I got to, my, got to the place in my counseling where I would just simply say, okay, you both have to, I mean, I might listen to one person in the marriage for the first meeting, but then after that I would say, I wanna to talk to both husband and wife together. Why is that? Because it's like Mary Alice's mom said, you know, no one benefits from someone being a sympathy sponge. So let's think about that. Let's think about all the different ways that that works in our lives. I'll, I'll say this in closing. I really think when I look back on Mary Alice's mom and the way she spoke to Mary Alice in this situation, I think she was saying, I don't want to be in a scenario where a bitterness comes about in my heart toward Mark. You know, Mary Alice's mom knew that if Mary Alice was unhappy with me, that would pass, but there would be an echo effect of all those things that she told her that would create a problem. That makes me think about a verse in the Bible. In the book of Hebrews chapter 12, the Bible says, strive for peace with everyone. This is verse 14. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it, many become defiled. For all of us today, it is wise to guard our own hearts, to make sure that we don't put ourselves in a place in relationships where after not hearing the full story, a root of bitterness springs up. So I would just offer this as good advice on so many levels. I mean, the applications for what Morales' mom said are far and wide, and they've been a blessing to my life. It's It's been a reminder to be sure I hear both sides, if I am going to hear. And, you know, I've already shared with you how that Mary Alice's mom was a woman of great prayer. I have a feeling that Mary Alice's mom thought that her prayer would be a lot more effective than her sympathy. So thank you for listening to this today. Um, as I said a couple of times yesterday and today, I'm so looking forward to seeing Mary Alice's mom again. And, and please don't get the wrong impression. I mean, we talked about my dad and Mary Alice's mom. They weren't perfect, but then none of us is, you know, And but they were extraordinary and their lives impacted not only us, but they're continuing to impact our kids and our grandkids. And they're affecting, they're affecting generations that they never got to see. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you'll help us in our relationships um, to be really helpful and not to become sympathy sponges to offer sympathy when it's needed, to offer encouragement when someone's down, but at the same time, to always be helping people move toward real solutions. We thank you for your word and for your promises. And Lord, we just pray that you'll work in all of our lives today. And as we learned yesterday, Lord, we pray that you'll work throughout our lives and even past the point uh, when we leave this earth and others are on the scene. And we'll give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen.
Well, thanks for joining us on Noah's Window. We'll be back very soon. I hope that you have a wonderful day today.